0: Hey there, it is Faith Talk Today. I'm Rick Probst. Wait, and I'm Dan Ratcliffe? <laughs> I'm Ron Burgundy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm we... thrown off by the new name, Rick. Faith Talk Today is uh, the new name for our show, and uh, because we talk about faith, well, obviously we talk, so it's Faith Talk, and it's all about what's going on today.
1: Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but today.
0: Is there a show out there, Faith Talk yesterday? Faith, Faith Talk a,
1: Faith Talk in five minutes.
0: Faith I Talk there, an hour ago. I bet there is a Faith Talk tomorrow.
1: I bet there Are, is. People right? it was prophetic ministry. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Not pathetic. Yeah, no, no. Prophetic. Prophetic, yeah. Uh, yeah, somewhere along the line. Uh, anyway. Uh yeah. Faith talk today. And and with with anything, it's like when you name something, when you change a name of something. hmm uh, it's you got to get it out of your brain it's like yeah. have, you, have you ever uh been driving a, a highway in your town or a road or whatever usually a highway they'll change it somebody else's name yeah and then you always refer to it as the original the, name. the old yeah you're going to go down 101 the old 65
1: uh, it's like when i go back to texas and all my family still calls me danny <laughs> it's weird for them to call me Dan and it's weird for me for me to hear them call me Dan. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they uh it's been it's been a while since I've been back to Pennsylvania but they call me Ricky. Ricky. So uh I think most of them now call me Rick. Um but my grandmother I mean she called me Ricky until she passed. Ricky, don't lose my number. <laughs> Is that what my Nana sounded like? <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> All right, so uh, it is uh, Wednesday. Thank you so much for for being with us. A lot of things going on. We'll talk a little bit later on about uh, next week. That's when Cure International uh, when we're raising funds for those guys. If you go to our website fatetalatlanta.com, there's a link there and uh, Brant Hansen will be with us all day on uh, Tuesday. and We'll talk about the, the miraculous things that are going on in other countries. In fact, uh, and I think you brought this up. I just forgotten. That link that's on our website, FaithTalkAtlanta.com, there's a picture of the young man that we saw the video of. Yeah, yeah Joshua. Before, before and after. Yeah. Uh, his legs are some type of disability. I, I'm sure i sure he, he had. I think he had
1: club foot, uh, or at least club foot, if not club foot and something else.
0: Something like uh, extreme bow-leggedness. See, yeah. When he walked, it was uh, – it, it just – You know, it looked uncomfortable. I don't know if it was uncomfortable or not. I guess when you're eventually get used to it, but, um, you see the before and after it's, it's really, really good. Jake got up this morning and, uh, he said, uh, while he's eating his breakfast, I usually find uh, something for him to watch so that I can go on, go on and do what I need to do. And Donna's in her office, uh, there, but he wanted to watch Gumby, the old Gumby Gumby. Wow. From back in the, the 50s and the
1: 60s wow that's going back in time i mentioned gumby uh to joshua the other day and of course he didn't have a clue who that was <laughs> or what he would look like or anything
0: <laughs> well some remember. people if you say gumby they think eddie murphy from saturday yeah. Night <laughs> yeah.
1: i'm gumby darn it yes
0: yes <laughs> yes yes but the Gumby that I grew up with was the grum, the the grumpy, the, the Gumby, grumpy, of, Gumby, <laughs> the the Gumby of the '60s, yeah. Uh, which I think was '60s and '50s. But anyway, so we're watching it, and it's funny to watch stuff. I can't remember the last time I watched Gumby. Maybe with the other boys, uh, maybe with Caleb years. I don't know. But it's amazing that I mean that all all that claymation was done a frame at a time, mm. right? They just take forever move it, yeah, and so. But I'm watching it there with him for a minute, getting stuff together, and Gumby jumps on this toy train and becomes the engineer, and the number on the side of the engine is six six six. Is it really? Uh, yeah, I got to go back and look at it, and I thought, ooh, that was a, that was kind of a. I'm a surprised mistake. they let that happen
1: back. Yeah, then. yeah,
0: back then. I mean, if you. Yeah, was Satan. We used to live in a neighborhood, and we were six, six, seven. We lived right next door to the Antichrist.
1: Mm, you did, wow. Yeah,
0: and I got to tell you, he never cleaned his yard. It was just a big pile of junk over there.
1: Yeah, so, I, I figured that's the way the Antichrist would be.
0: <laughs> I got to go back and look at that. I'm not superstitious or anything, but I, I, I and and of course, I don't think that Gumby is satanic. Well.
1: Yeah, I I don't think so either. He was just kind of silly. <laughs> Gumby and Pokey. Is that right Gumby and it?
0: Pokey. Yeah. And I, I looked up uh, there, uh, a British name for a foolish boy or a stupid boy is Gumby. Hmm. And this is a slang. Now, I don't know if that slang is is current. Was it then? I don't know. I don't know if they just thought, hey, let's call him. Well, he was made of gum, wasn't he? Was he was made of
1: gum, I think, yeah. Because you could he would stretch, but it would go back to his normal self.
0: Some of those cartoons are really cool. I mean, yeah. uh, you go back and watch some of them, like, um, and I, I guess this was Claymation as well. Uh, David and Goliath.
1: Which yeah, I, I used to watch that every Sunday morning.
0: Yeah. When I was growing up. I think, uh, if I remember correctly, and this may be a misspeak, I think it was the Lutherans that put that together. Yes, yes. You're and, right. and they did a fine job. I loved it as a kid. I, did I didn't oh. go to church, I was not raised in church, but I loved to. Uh, to watch that and a couple of things they had on Sunday, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. But we have the uh, DVD set here. You probably can stream it somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen that St. Patrick's uh, day lunch yesterday. And we had, uh, how's this for a feast? We had, were those cabbage and corned beef sandwiches?
1: Yes. Yes, okay. they were. Yeah.
0: Okay. And we had uh, shepherd's pie. These mm-hmm. from Fido. Uh good just, stuff, Fido. Yeah. Uh some salad and some vegetables and pizza.
1: Well the pizza wasn't from Fido. I, <laughs> I think that was just extra because he was afraid we were going to run out of food, which we did.
0: Thank you, Blue Moon Pizza, because I had had a craving the other day. I talked about it on the air. I was hungry for pizza, and there yeah. you go. And I, I saw
1: eat- you eating the pizza and I went out to get some and it was all gone. So
0: Was it really? It, it was. Well, it was only about what, four, four or five
1: boxes. No, yeah, three, three pizzas, I think. So
0: See, you never know. I mean, we didn't have an Evite or anything, so we, we didn't really know how many people were there. I'm always a little self-conscious about, well, I don't want to get too much because I want everybody to get some. Right. And so I'm thinking, all right, should I get a little bit of everything or should I? I mean, the shepherd's pie, when's, uh, yeah? I rarely eat shepherd's pie. I, yeah. I probably could count it on my on my fingers. Me too. Many times I've eaten shepherd, it was good, but um, I wondered about that sandwich. And then later on, when I looked up about St. Patrick's, uh, you're, you're supposed to eat corn, uh, beef, and cabbage, yeah, which they couldn't, according to Irish people. Uh, and some I'm sure now they can, but they couldn't afford it back in the day, so they actually ate some kind of pork, which was um, that they could afford, mm. so it was pork and. I guess cabbage, cabbage, yeah, <laughs> potatoes. All cabbage,
1: just a lot of tooting going on right there. If everybody's eating it,
0: darn tooting! Is that mm-hmm. where that came from?
1: Probably so. It's Patrick's Day. Darn tooting!
0: Happy's when is that? Is that today? That's not today, is it? Uh, Friday day?
1: is Saint Patrick's Day.
0: Is it always the seventeenth?
1: Every yeah, all always the seventeenth.
0: I need to write this down because I get Thanksgiving confused, Christmas confused, Easter confused. It's all. It's almost Easter, like I
1: think is the most confusing because it changes. It's never on the same day of the week and it's never on the same day of the month.
0: Jesus, what can we do about this? I mean, right? is there any way we can change this? I mean, yeah. Anyway. Uh, good Friday is on Friday this year. So just so you remember. Are we off on Good Friday? That's we good. Are. Yes, we are. Uh, anyway. All right. A day of healing coming up. And that is next week, next Tuesday, Mm -hmm. right? The Twitch, I think, is the 21st?
1: Yes, it is, the 21st. And we'll be talking with Brand Hansen, again, talking about all the awesome work that Cure International does in Africa and really countries all around the world, the poorest countries in the world, and how you can help out, which actually you can get ahead and go ahead and, you know, if you're one of those who likes to be the front of the line. Go ahead and give today. You can go to faithtalkatlanta.com and click on the banner, or you can dial pound 250 from your smartphone and say the keyword help kids heal.
0: That's what we want to do. It's pretty amazing. Uh, faithtalkatlanta.com pound 250 say help kids heal. I love technology. I do too. Back in the day, you used to have to, uh, you know, you'd call somebody you had a call center. I remember we used to do things and you'd have to have a number of people, Answering the phones from the station. Yep. And it was, you know, I mean, it was a good cause, but it's a lot of work. Yep. But here and, and back, funny. back in the day, you
1: had to dial of the phone. Actually, dial. Especially if there was a zero in it, it would take forever. You'd be there all day. Yep.
0: That sound effect of a of a phone. Your yeah. gen gen. The kids Z, are
1: lost. They have no idea what you're talking about, but
0: brant hansen by the way is the guy that does the voice that does metashare you've probably heard that i hear him everywhere and have yep. heard him for years and if you're if you're good you met we may get him to uh to say bible on because he gives that number it's the way he says bible 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 yeah bible brant we love you but we just know you by whatever the number is bible 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 Anyway, let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Hey, we're pumped to talk to these guys. And uh, they are in Israel, even as we speak. CFI Jerusalem. It is Tristan and Galia, And uh, we're going to talk about what these guys uh, do there in Israel and around the world. Hey guys. Hello.
2: Hi.
3: Greetings from uh, foggy Jerusalem today.
1: Foggy Jerusalem. Looking out the window there looks kind of sunny but it's kind of hard to tell I guess.
2: (laughs) We've had a lot of rain the last few days. It's been quite stormy Hmm. and today it's been all misty and foggy so winter's come back to Israel.
3: Thank the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Tristan was happy about winter being back.
0: Yeah
2: yeah
3: yeah. We were praying for rain. It's been quite a dry winter um, but the Lord has answered. Um, and it rained off some of our projects, but we had a group in doing some outdoor projects, but we couldn't complain because we prayed for it. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, listen, we want to catch up with you guys. We know that you guys have such impact on uh, the people of Israel and uh, Christians for Israel, CFI, Jerusalem. Tell us a little bit, for those that don't know, CFI, give us just a short, uh, what is it all about?
3: Yes. Well, it was. It's a charity founded in 1985 um, by two Americans and a Brit and a, and a Frenchman um, here in Jerusalem. It's really what I would say a, a Ruth and Naomi ministry at heart. It, it's just the whole pith of CFI is to bring, um, build relationships, and to be a be a Ruth to Naomi. Naomi being israel modern israel and the people that have regathered here from from the nations um and to stand unconditionally and to show unconditional love um even when it's not wanted or reciprocated um to to keep standing and to express that love in practical ways so we've got a variety of projects about 10 um and um it's it's just a real way of of Meeting people and getting connected with people—new immigrants, elderly people, Holocaust survivors, um, farmers—any way we can to to share this 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 love that the Lord has given us to share.
2: Yeah, the whole sort of the whole heartbeat, I would say, the whole spirit, so the whole essence of Christian Friends of Israel is to stand with Israel in the spirit of Ruth. Remember how Ruth said to Naomi. Where you go, I will go. Your people will be my people. Your God will be my God. Naomi was telling Ruth, go on, go home, go back to your people. And what did she say? No, I'm going to stick by you. Good times, bad times, I'm with you. And that's CFI. That is our message to Israel and the Jewish people. And sadly, after thousands of years of anti-Semitism at the hands of the church, um, we have a big responsibility to build bridges and to show the Jewish people and the nation of Israel a different face of Christianity and of Yeshua of Jesus the Messiah of the church
1: hmm. part of what <clears throat> excuse me part of what you guys do is is bring folks over and show them Israel let them uh, get a taste of, of what Israel is all about and see the roots of of the christian faith really talk about like you've got a big uh, tour coming up in may and uh, talk about what you guys do
3: on those tours yeah that's right dan we've, we've got a, a tour coming um for eight nights second to 10th of may and um, we've got a few places left so if anyone feels the urge they um get in touch i think by sunday um should be able to squeeze a few people in um it's 1950 so it's a low budget tour Um, And it's really this tour is is aimed at introducing people to the main sites in the land, the Dead Sea, Masala, going up to the Galilee, spending time walking in the footsteps of Jesus and um, really um, also receiving some teaching. We want to have a celebration night towards the end to give thanks for the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel, which is um, coming up actually in that week of the tour.
0: Awesome. We're talking with uh, Tristan and Galia from CFI and they are right there in Jerusalem. And uh, I love what you guys are all about. You're not only proclaiming Christ and talking about Jesus, but you're, you're, you're walking it out. And I, I did, I I read some of the, the press release that we have. Uh, even if those are, if it's not reciprocated, you still love and serve and comfort uh those folks how do they react to that when you just love them
3: well uh, do you know that's that's a good question rick we had um we were so blessed today we had a, a group of about 20 young adults from from colorado and um we split up into different groups and um it was amazing sharing now at the end of the day what people have been doing one group went out and they were visiting with some terror victims. There's unfortunately, been a spate of terror attacks here again. Some quite mm-hmm. nasty ones. There've been mm-hmm. several lot, people that have died. Um, so they went and, and sat with um, a lady who had lost um, one of her, her children, and um, and she, the language that they used was was really the language of love. Uh, it's international. So they were they were embracing. She really wanted that that touch, that human touch. Um, she was very open to talk to them about her feelings and she really appreciated that people had come even strangers from from the nations that actually cared enough to come mm-hmm. and, and look her up and find her um, we had um, another group went out and gave a, a party for some Holocaust survivors, um, not a wild party just <laughs> 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 they, they bring them drinks and food in the afternoon and they, they, it's been harder for them to get together over the last few years so they they really enjoy this and they they bought guitars and they put some music on for them, and they I think they had a great time they,
2: they did and I think the thing to remember as well is that Christian Friends of Israel has been here in Jerusalem for almost forty years. Hmm. So it takes time to yeah. build relationships. It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. and a lot of people have come before us and have prepared the way. you know they've 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 come to a people who rightly so, you know, have had their suspicions or their concerns or who haven't understood, you know, why are these Christians all here? You know, why do they want to help now? And it's taken years and years and years of building trust and building relationships. And that's something about CFI that is so beautiful and so precious is that CFI is a grassroots organization. It's all about building relationships one person at a time and 40 years down the line you know we have the most we're like family with a lot of the holocaust survivors with the new immigrants that make aliyah with the ethiopian community with the soldiers with the security forces it's become like we're family they know to call on us if there's a need they call cfi Mm. because we've, we've stood with them through thick and thin for decades now and that's the beauty isn't it it's relationship building yeah yeah
1: you guys mentioned uh, several projects that CFI is involved in in uh, Israel and in Jerusalem. Uh, kind of run down some of the projects you have and, and what exactly their their uh, intentions are.
3: Oh yeah, I'd love to. Well, one of the oldest projects was reaching out to the the new immigrants. You know, this is an expensive country, Dan. Um, I mean, it always has been it, but it's 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 getting even more expensive as, as the cost of living crisis continues to bite most things are imported here they're not manufactured here mm-hmm. so when people come and they immigrate they make alia they call it here save a lot from russia at the moment which is not really surprising the ukraine um and other other also a little bit south america mm-hmm. um, sometimes the states <laughs> um they but people come and they're shocked how expensive it is to live here so any help they can get at all is is a massive boon for them so we supply uh, new electrical items, cookers, fridges, freezers, um, washing machines, also smaller items, some furniture we've started doing recently. Um, we always used to give away clothes, but we moved into bigger, more expensive items because this was the need. And they, they're so astonished, you know, when they come and they, they, they receive these gifts Um yeah. For, from Christians around the world and they know that it's it's from Christians and as an expression of love, they're, they're blown away.
2: And also as an expression to encourage them that what they're doing by coming here, by leaving and moving to Israel, making aliyah, making, coming back to their ancestral homeland, is biblical and showing them in their Torah, showing them in their scriptures mm-hmm. how God says he's going to bring back the Jewish people, his people from the four corners of the earth, and that's what's happening. And so we get to encourage them, you know, that what they're doing is pleasing to God, and and that it's right, and to just help come alongside them and help them as they start their new life. here. Yeah. Another
3: project. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Another project we have is um, one of the original projects. Forsake them not. This is to remember the Holocaust survivors, and we have um, we've got two ladies. that are like gold dust. Mm -hmm. they they've just one's been with us 20 years the other one 10 years and they um there's another new lady coming soon to join them they go and do home visits with the holocaust survivors just to build relationships and it's they're not cleaning they're not cooking when they go they're actually they're they're sitting and they're listening and they're being a friend and and this is what the survivors they find want the most Mm -hmm. and some of them are housebound now the youngest ones are in their eight um, eighties and um but it's really something that we're looking to put more um, effort into because these these last years are often most precious years and um and they like like Alia said they they've become like family like daughters or nieces um, they just they they're calling them up saying when are you coming you know i haven't had my turn you know i'm waiting um, so they there's a whole circuit they do every year to try and fit everybody in
2: and they and, uh, yeah they'll always remember their birthdays and take a birthday present and they'll do celebrations during the Jewish holidays. It's also important to note as well that for the survivors that want to, of course nobody's ever pressured, but mm-hmm. for the survivors that want to, you know it's also an opportunity to document firsthand what they went through. It's very sad to acknowledge that there remains people spreading lies that the Holocaust never happened yeah and so while we have Holocaust survivors alive with us. It's essential work to document their stories and their memory
3: right. firsthand. Yeah. yeah. If I squeeze one more and we have a project called First Fruits, which is to the body of, of Messiah in the land to encourage them. We give grants and, and also come alongside and, and help in all sorts of ways. Um, so we, and that's to the, the, the Jewish believers, also to our Christians um, and some other groups as well. Um, so we, we like to to kind of try and build up the local body as much as we can Um, and we have a general fund for called streams of blessing this is like a catch-all for people that don't fit into other projects people that are struggling and need that maybe they can't pay their rent or they have hit hard times in life they can apply for for grants and practical support um and it's often a way of, of bridge building with sometimes, you know, some of the Jewish people, you know, they lost all their loved ones in the past and they, they, they remember this that, they, they, and they're not so keen to receive help from Christians, but, right. but when they see that, um, that it's just given with no strings attached um, in that, in, in an hour of need, it, it really does build a bridge. Um, yeah. Oh, there's bridal salon. We, to then, you know, we well. could
2: talk for hours yeah. about the projects, but you know, when, <laughs> when, when, when the Lord was here, he he saw people's needs, didn't he? And he met them. Mm-hmm. People were hungry, he fed them. And people needed to be healed. He healed them. And as CFI, we simply want to be his hands and feet. We don't nothing we do comes with any condition, not conditional love, you know. We're just here to, to love. And the Bible says, Comfort, you know, God said comfort, comfort my people. And so we're here. We want to comfort, we want to love, we want to support. And we simply want to be his hands and feet. And, you know, the rest is up to him.
0: Right. That's awesome. we got to take a break, guys. We appreciate you so much. Thank you for what you do, you and your team. Uh, And uh, we will not only pray for you, but we will promote CFIJerusalem.org. And so that folks can help you continue your amazing callings, uh, your work. Thank you so much. We'd love to talk to you again sometime because there's so many more questions I want to ask.
3: Yeah. Thank you, Rick.
0: Thank you, Dan.
2: Thanks for having us. Shalom. You. You.
0: Absolutely. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst.
1: And I'm Dan Ratcliffe.
0: This is Faith Talk Live.